you're live. Morning. <laughs> good morning. Oh, yes, it's working. This is going to be good. And this morning, our big discussion of the day is when is... you're... Over to you, Michael. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, episode 285. This is getting good. We're almost hitting 300. This morning, we're going to be talking about how low do you go? How low do you go? How low do you go when you're making your first offer on a property to buy, when you're making your first offer on a property to rent, residential or commercial, we're going to help you in all those categories. Because to put it simply, the risk of people may say, oh, well, there's no risk of going too low. In my opinion, that's wrong. I've, I've had many cases, someone comes in too low and how the owner takes that is disrespectful and they sandbag. actually sandbag, the sandbag. Like, you're trying to screw me, they hate it. So they yeah. end up becoming less negotiable. And I've had in cases, especially in commercial, where there's not really, they sell because they want to, not because they need to. I've had cases where an owner just basically said, Tell them to F you and I'm not dealing with them if they really think that. They think I'm under pressure. No, don't deal with them. Don't care what they offer next. So yes. it can blow up in your face going too low. But so, but yeah, like, it's, it's just yeah. good old, it just leaves a sour taste in the, in the seller or the landlord's mouth. You know what I mean? You're like, who are these people really? Like, I understand you want value, but like, nah. Yeah, exactly. So let's okay. So let's go through it. You've got, and now for people out there, we need to determine the value of the unit and the offer. So don't mix this up between too low. Because for example, let's say a unit's worth seven hundred thousand, and they're marketing yeah. it at nine hundred thousand. You don't offer yeah. like eight eight eighty or eight like where these assumptions are based on. The property is listed in around market value. So that's yeah. a really, actually, you know what? I'm thinking about that's a really good yeah. point. That's a real, like, yeah. Yeah. Well so the assumption is it's market value, give or take. The owner is always yeah. going to try and get a little bit more than market, and a buyer is always going to try and pay a little bit less than market. So let's just say yeah. it's in that so realm. The whole, this whole exercise of, of stepping people through is based on its, its market value or good value. Um, and now what's what do you so okay? Let's put a figure on it. It's 600, uh, it's 700,000 for sale residential unit or house. What should a punter make an offer at? What level would you go in? So you've looked around, you've found that this is the best value place in the marketplace for you and your family. Yep. Uh, what would you offer, Michael? So, what is it? 700,000 would be so one percent, seven thousand, five percent, thirty-five. I think around that five to eight percent would be where you are um, on a residential in, sale on a residential because you got to keep in mind, guy. And this is maybe even ten percent. This is why the agent cannot market the property ten percent above what's in the agreement. So a lot of the time, if the owner, if the property is worth say six fifty, then they will go, well, that actually works the other way, 650, depending where the type of guide it is, because if it's 10%, then they will be at 680, and then you're going a little bit lower. Take away that reasoning, well, but around that, gonna, you, you, but that does play. 
And if you're a buyer and you're making an offer 10% less, you are risking losing rapport with the agent and Mal G'day. You're missing, yes. you're missing, lose, you're missing losing rapport with the agent and you're risking losing rapport with the uh, person that's selling. But if you want to keep that rapport up, what I recommend making an offer below what's being asked and if you want to be a little bit cheeky, I would always recommend to ring the agent and ask for an appointment. Don't yes. ask, ask for an offer, a, a meeting that you can sit and discuss, go into the agent's office, sit and discuss with the agent the offer and ask them to submit it and leave. It's a free meeting. It costs you nothing. It's just your time, just the agent's time. It will build rapport between you and the agent. The agent will give you a good guideline of where you've got to be sitting in within that meeting normally. You can eyeball each other. Your personalities are mingling. Uh, and you can be a little bit cheeky and uh, get away with it rather than, you know, sending an SMS with an offer. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Because I'm just looking at it. So there's two ways the property will be marketed. It's going to be a guide price of 700 to 770, or a guide yeah. price of 700k. So in the yeah. event they've got a range of 700 to 770, more than likely you want to be around that sort of cautious to go under that guide, but a 690 to a 720 range, 690. Yeah. 720 but you got to remember the key when you're making your first offer is to get a counter offer too often someone will make a first offer and the agent rightfully so will try and negotiate without going back to the buyer saying okay 760 will buy it they're just like we've had offers at that level need to increase it and then they make you go for they negotiate you which is great for the owner you negotiate from 690 to 720 to 750. I, I think the biggest thing you want to get from an owner is what they'll sell for. So when you go too low, let's say the guide's 700 and you go in at 650, they just give you an FU and you can't do yep. anything with that. But when you come in at say 700 and the guide's 700 to 770, what you want is them to go back, okay, seven, uh, 750 will buy it. So now you know where the goalposts are because when it's 700 to 770, you don't really know where the goalposts are. When it's a guide, yep. when it's a guide price of 700, you got no idea where the goalposts are. So you need to offer enough to get the counter and they don't say that is silly. That's the key. And, you, and when you make your offer, you need to be what I call finite. You need to be like, that is my offer, zip. Because the yeah. worst thing that happens is a buyer says, and agents make this mistake, is the word or, or. Yep. Yeah. They use the word see, see, see how you go. So yes. I'd like you to make an offer for me of 650. See how you go. See how you go means the buyer wants to pay more money. Mr. Buyer, do not say this is the offer. See how you go. Say this is the offer zip finite that's it and you or don't say my offer is 650 or don't use or get rid of the word or get rid of the word see how you go be finite with your offer great tip also another recommendation is um you can play around with the terms there's different stages where you can bring it in 
So if you've got a lower offer, you do better terms. 10% deposit, 20% deposit, deposit released, three-week settlement, two-week settlement, just to really get the intention, the um, attention of the owner. Because if you've got people making offers with longer settlement or smaller deposits, and then you've got one which may be at the same price at the lower end, but they've got this rock-solid two-week settlement, three-week settlement, that's going to be more appealing and it'll give you an opportunity um, better off. Okay. Any thought, any a more good, on sales? A, or do you want to- yeah. A good mate of mine has always said this. You name the price and I'll name the terms. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, if you're offering 750000 and you say, I want a three-year settlement, well, that's changed the whole deal. So terms are actually even more important than the price. Don't forget about that, guys. Don't especially get when we come that. to yeah, especially when we come to commercial. Now, residential yes. rentals. Let's go. A property yes. is on the market for five hundred dollars per week. Yes. What do you do? Well, it depends the markets that you're act you're in at the moment. At the moment, in the Sydney market, in the Northern Beaches, it's quite hot. So if you want to bump your application above everyone else's, add 10 or $20 to the asking price. Very good tip. But if, if you're in the CBD of Sydney uh, where the pe- there's a people, uh, they're having a bit, well, it's a bit harder to rent stuff out, definitely a bit harder to rent stuff out, then you can probably be a little bit more cheeky or a lot more cheeky and go as much as 10 or 20% less. Yeah. And it's hard because then the tenant, then the prospective tenant thinks, well, how do I know it's a good market? It is hard, but there are ways you can measure it, especially if you've been looking before how many properties are on the market. Um, there's a lot of sort of softwares that you can Google and they'll tell you days on market. You can see if it's down. Ask the agent to show you RP data. Like if a tenant asked me to bring up DY, for example, DY trends in rentals, then they'll get a gauge. But probably the easiest way would be how many people are at the open. Too often, people come in at $500. Too often, they come in at $500. But there's three applicants at $500. So it's really who picks up the phone on that Monday morning when they want to deposit. But if you you know what else? That little bit more. When you're buying, character doesn't matter. When you're yeah. renting, character matters. So that's Very even good. more of a reason to have the offer meeting or um, when you're making an offer on a property with a rentals agent. Yep. No one does it. But that's more of a reason to say, hey, Mary, I saw you on Saturday at the open house. Are you okay if I pop into your office at 9 o'clock on Saturday morning? Mary says, Mary's the agent. Yeah, no problems. You go in, hey, Mary, here's our application filled out. Me and Michael really lo- love the property. Uh, you know, we want to... Uh, offer of uh, we want to offer this because you know we've seen a lot in the area but you know we're really tenants here's our references like then when that agent mary the agent has actually seen the offer maker when they check the references and when they ring the owner they can they can say met them like them this is the offer again making low ball offers meet with your real estate agent very good point there you've got to pick your battles don't you uh, and that that and and get in front of get in front of them is the best one, and just yep. sort of answer it all, be ready. And I think the biggest thing that's come into rentals now is it's been there a while. Is the one uh, application the one thing one for one oh, form yeah. having yeah. it pre 
three fields. So the combination of your application done with the price, depending on the market, you may be able to go $20 less, but I reckon an extra five or $10, especially on a six month lease and you've been looking around for a while, just sort of get in there basically. And you can offer a month in advance, two months in advance, if you can. Cash up front's always Cash nice, up yeah. Up. Those front, little front money for the landlord's always a nice lolly because often they've been vacant for a while so they need that injection. Yes. Um, so let's move over to your favourite, Michael, commercial. Yeah, and I was just bringing up a heads of agreement. Now, the one piece of advice I can say with commercial is pick your battles. It's a lot, basically, let me just bring this up. There's a lot, you can negotiate a lot. Like we're seeing it at the moment, places were rented for 70 grand a year and then they're doing yep. deals at 35, 40. It's very, very negotiable, even in the best of markets. But you've got to pick your battles. I meant to say, I didn't mean to say it in rentals, pick your battles, I was already thinking of this. You got to pick your battles. Now, what I mean by that in, in commercial, there's about 10 points of negotiations in a deal from the start date to the rent, to the rent free, um, to the annual increases. Now, if you go in there asking for super low and favorable terms for you on all of that, the owner will just be, will sort of think like a sales owner does, you're trying to screw me, I don't really want to talk to you. But if you pick the battles on only a couple points, go so you may choose, all right, I really need the rent to be lower. So let me go really low on the rent, but I'm willing to do a big bond. I'm willing to do bigger increases per year. Instead of 3%, I'll do 5%. Uh, rent free, instead of four months, I'll ask for two. So this is the standard form. And I'll walk you through it just quickly to, for what I mean, because commercial, not many people know it. Just quickly. It's a negotiation, guys, so always find out. It's like throwing darts at a dartboard. When yeah. you talk with your agent or meet with your agent, find out what the dartboard looks like before you start throwing the darts. What I mean by that is find out what the vendor's touch points are, what the landlord's touch points are, find out what they really want. So when you throw the darts or make the offer, it's going to be accurate and, and to the heart of what the what the, what the what the landlord or the owner wants. Yeah, and a little tip out there: an owner will lose. An owner will a deal will fall apart even if one of these points aren't favourable or met or yeah. agreed on. So you may do the rent blend, a, blend, a blended approach, definitely. Correctly, and you're 100 percent right about the dartboard analogy because some owners may care about the in annual increase. You may have all the points agreed, but he wants four percent. You're offering CPI, yeah. which is two percent. Deal gone. So sometimes you got to know oh, which merge. I can feel the passion, mate. Listen to it you. Is. Now we've gone into commercial <laughs> leasing. You're getting into it. <laughs> Residential. But yeah, <laughs> any of them can make or break it. So it's it's really good for the face-to-face -face meeting with the agent and just basically be like, what's the owner's cup of tea? Is he, big? he may need the money. So asking for six months rent-free will just be like a deal breaker, but you may be able to say, oh, well, I'll pay less in rent, but I'll do a shorter, I'll pay more in rent, no, less in rent, but I get a shorter rent free. And it really comes down to having that agent being able to communicate with both parties. So that's a big one, the rental one. It's a little bit more relaxed on there's two, like you don't want to go too low, but you got a lot of room to move on commercial. Sales, okay. anything else you want to add to that? Sales. 
sales again the again guys the biggest the biggest learnings out of today is when you're making the offer see if you can get physically opposite the real estate yep. agent it's gonna it's gonna make you money so that's the number one for commercial sales get opposite your agent i think again with now 10 you can 10 percent less can probably go a little bit more michael there's been a bit of pain yeah. commercial hasn't there a lot of pain but also with commercial it's you do your best to get what the market value is but it's not like a two-bedroom apartment where there's 15 of them and you know for certain so the buyer can leverage the lack of data of what something's worth within reason especially if it's vacant so this is a perfect one where i you go in more, lower but you go in with strong terms 10 20 yeah. percent deposits releasable short settlements and it becomes because one even in the best of markets owners uh, um, terms aren't as standard as residential where nearly every deal is 10 cents six weeks commercial varies a lot it's quite often you get a three or six month settlement so terms are big um but also yeah, a lot more than resi hey there's a lot more yeah. terms being done you're right yeah yep it is so you can be a little bit more but also <laughs> commercial owners can be a lot more stubborn if you go in too low so it's a fine line. Very important to get in front of the agent. What What's the owner, especially if he's Italian? <laughs> yep, yep. You want to come in pretty fairly. You'll get whipped. Um, it's true. So, but having the conversation with the agent is imperative. I think that's a wrap, Mark. No, it's make an offer for sure is great. Don't forget, you know, uh, my old friend is, uh, always says, you name you name the price. I'll name the terms. So terms I love that. Very, very, very important. Uh, don't forget to get opposite your real estate agent to build up rapport. Uh, don't forget to um, have fun along the way and um, anything else. That's right. And call us if you ever look. I always say to every buyer I speak to, if you're yes. looking at another, and I'll hear, I'll say it on a larger scale. Great tip for yes. agents. Every buyer I speak to about a property, I always say, if you're looking at another property with another agent and you would like the non-biased opinion of that property, feel free to call me, feel free to reach out. More than likely, I know the property if it's in my area. Happy to help, happy to advise. That's right. And um, That's so, yeah, or just pick up the phone, guys. We're here. Don't, don't feel like we're unapproachable or not making money. So we, we're not, we, we can't, we won't help. Just give us a call. We're happy to help you wherever you are. Yeah. And uh, don't forget, guys, tomorrow night is our social media event for our community, our online community and our local Northern Beaches community, uh, where we're teaching people how to do what we do on social media with Instagram, LinkedIn and Facebook. It's $29 for the event. The money is going towards the uh, Northern Beaches Women's Shelter, which is a phenomenal um, uh, cause. And uh, you can attend via Zoom and you can attend physically. If you go to Novak, Facebook page. It's actually got um, the event there. You can pay online there and we'll see you uh, in the office tomorrow night at six. It only goes for about an hour, so it's not going to take up a lot of your time. And we have jam-packed uh, Lisa Novak, myself, Michael, uh, another Lisa, our brand designer, Lisa, everything into that hour with course notes. Um, so I'd love love you to be there. It, one, it's for a great cause, um, social media. Oh, and now, good luck for the scene. 
Amal's going. Well, Adam, so one of the great great calls for yeah. uh, women's shelter and two uh, learn how to how to operate social better. Yep, yeah, beautiful. Thanks, guys. See you, everyone. See you, everyone. Bye.